Welcome back, baseball fans, and good morning. It is Monday, October 17th, and it has been a wild, wild postseason. Wild. I am Susie. And I'm Shelby. Shelby. And unfortunately, on this episode of Bourbon and Baseball, there will be no bourbon. There will be lots of baseball, though, because it is the morning time, and I still have homework and children that I have to deal with. So, Mom life, best life. Yes. You've already so been if, up and going this morning. Yeah. Shelby, so if you want to drink, by all means. Uh, you know, we have the carbonation going. We have uh, a Shelby favorite of uh, Dr. Pepper Cherry Zero this morning, you know? None of that sounds delicious, Shelby. Not... <laughs> Not any of that. That does not sound delicious. Uh, I can't wait to talk about this week, by the way. I have so many feelings. Like, so many feelings. You, all of the feelings? Do you have all, all of the feelings, Shelby? Like, palms sweating, ready to talk. Are you Eminem? Do you have mom spaghetti on your sweater? My knees are weak. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad that you picked up on that reference. Oh, I look, I'm on it. Right? Like half of our audience is like, I don't even know what they're talking about. And the other half is like, yes, we got that. So anyways, um, welcome back, Shelby. You actually got to go to a game this week, and I'm so very jealous. We will talk about that when we get there, though. We sure will. I, I can't I will. wait. I'm very, I'm, I'm very jealous. All of the jealous. And if you are on our Twitter, you will have seen how jealous I was. So, but uh, let's recap <clears throat> real quick the NL and then we will dive into the AL and we will do a further deep dive into all of the things. But last week, Shelby, when we did our episode, we had predictions. We had many predictions and we were wrong on lots of them. <laughs> Very not like not even wrong, like the most wrong. Good most wrong. wrong. But we were in good company because I don't think I don't think many people saw no. the Phillies and the Padres no. vying for the NLCS I'm in, not mad in no it. world. I'm not mad, I'm about, not mad it. about it at all. Well, I'm, I'm a little mad about it. We'll get to Joe Musgrove in a little while. But I, in no world did I see the Phillies knocking out St. Lou, knocking out the Braves. I, and I was like, well... Well, they're definitely not getting through the Padres, but then again, I've been wrong thus far. So who effing knows now, right? I, I told you, uh, you know, I made, I made the point last week about momentum. Like, and the Phillies and the Padres took it and ran with it. The off days did not do the Dodgers well at all. Not at all. Did, and neither did nope. the Braves. No. No. I felt, so, I, I freaking felt so bad for the Braves. I mean, not not so bad, but I felt bad, but not real bad. Right. But for for Spencer, I mean, now granted, Spencer Strider was coming back from the the oblique injury and all that stuff, but he didn't pitch well. And then freaking Max Fried got dusted up, and just Charlie Morton got hit again. I was watching, so I watched the the Strider crumble in the third inning. Was it the bottom of the third? Mm-hmm. It was probably like the the best 30 minutes of baseball I've ever watched. Now, that was crazy. What's, that was freaking crazy. What's bad about it is like you, you know, you listen to the commentating and 
they were Phillies haters, hardcore. Like all the negative stuff, like Bryce Stott comes in with the double and they're like, yeah, you know, he's not even supposed to be, he literally says he's not even supposed to be here. He's only got a second chance in the majors because of injuries, like Phillies hater. And it was amazing. It, it was amazing to watch. It was fun. I loved it. So, uh, I mean, like I said, Phillies, Phillies knocked over, knocked over all of their competition. The freaking Padres, San Diego Fathers, look at you coming so, in hot. Can we talk about the pettiness of San Diego selling their tickets? Yes. I mean, to put in their zip code. Zip code. I am all for it. I was here for it. I loved it. There was like barely any blue in the stands. They said like earlier in the year, it was like a 70-30 split. It was 70% Dodgers and 30 Padres, but there was like very minimal Dodgers blue. It was brown and yellow everywhere. I love it. I'm here for it. I wish every single team in the playoffs would do that. That it, it was hysterical to me. So let's um let's recap the the Padre uh pot the Mets. Let's 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 knock off the Mets first. So Padres come in. Um, when we left off last week, we had last game right. Scherzer <laughs> got dusted up. Degrom eked out a win, and then that third game, Chris Bassett had to pitch the game of his life and he did not end up doing that no so three innings three innings and i i was not if i had a bingo card of all the things that i would have seen this season shelby umpires giving massage head massages on the mound (laughs) would not be on it Correct. And then umpires feeling up pitchers' ears. Also, not what I would have, have ever put on my bingo card. No, not at all. I was watching this and I was like, hey. Yeah. Now, granted, his ears were, were very red and uh, very shiny. Yes. And I and I was I was watching and I, I'm looking at his ears and I'm like, ah looks a little odd looks different so I was kind of waiting on it and then I started to see like Twitter blow up and then I started to see Kutch blow up a little bit on his Mm I knew it was coming coming. yeah so for those that did not see what Andrew McCutcheon who is uh what outfielder Outfielder. for the Brewers yes Um, basically he put a tweet out that said that he guarantees that Joe Musgrove has red hot on his ears and red hot is not an illegal substance it however does not have any sticky substance capabilities to put on the ball but essentially what it does is heightens all of your pain receptors it burns apparently and it just it will just get you blocked in and for some reason people guess yes it it heightens your adrenaline apparently i i don't know because we've all like I've said in multiple, multiple episodes, I have the athletic capability of a gnat <laughs> and I would not know anything about that, but apparently this is what it does. And I was listening to Barstool, Barstool's um, Starting Nine podcast and Jake Arietta is on that one. And he said that apparently Roger Clemens 
used to put Red Hot under his taint to lock him in. That is... I was not ready for that. Dang, that fucking fire crotch in that bad boy. Gosh. So I was like, okay. So that that's what Andrew McCutcheon, he guarantees that that's what he had on his ears. So I guess it's like like smelling salt. So, you know, if you ever watch like a power lifter, they hit the smelling salts and they go like, it's. I guess it's that kind of reaction. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. So, but apparently that's what, that's what that's for. I don't know. And then he pulls the, the whole Kenny Powers sniffing at at the, uh, the Mets. I just started eastbound and down. And I've not watched it. Like I know, I, I know the character. I know briefly yes. the the overview but okay do not watch it with children in the house because it is produced by will ferrell he is one of the producers <laughs> and it's like stepbrothers humor um but it's freaking hilarious like my favorite quote from kenny powers so far is if at first you don't succeed you probably just suck <laughs> that's awesome like and I'm like, I am putting that in my pocket. I'm going to write that on every, everywhere that I walk by. And I, I like, I'm going to feel like a winner. Like, that's amazing. Recommend, don't walk it, watch it with your children, but it is hilarious. That's so funny. Yeah, no, we, well, 99% of the time when the TV is on right now, it's either a kid's show for them or it's baseball. There's nothing in between. On the rare nights that I'm not actually watching baseball, they're already in bed and I'll watch something else. But so Mets, Mets get shut out that last game after Joe Musgrove pitches the freaking game of his life. Apparently Mets get shut out. And, um, the first hundred plus hundred plus win team gets knocked out even before they reach any sort of anything. Yes. Championship series. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Padres. 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 Tip my cap, man. Tip my freaking cap because I did not, didn't see it. So let's talk did about. Did not, did not see Dodger, it. Dodgers manager. I'm blanking. What's his name? Dave Roberts. Okay. Yes. That's what I thought. Dave Roberts, beginning of the year, says he like guarantees that they're going to win the World Series this year. And the Padres basically threw a middle finger up <laughs> and said, fuck you, Dodgers. Nah, son. <laughs> nah, son. And so part of me is like, you know what? I wonder, I mean, I don't actually think that they did this, but like, wouldn't it been, wouldn't it have been the best troll of the century, essentially, if the Padres were like, hey, let's lull the Dodgers into complacency. And let's lose a bunch of our series games just so that the Dodgers are like, it's the Padres. We don't have to worry about them. We got them. And then the Padres are like, what's up? You know what? Let me show you what we can do. If that was a strategy, I'm here for it. I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. (laughs) Well, I mean... Hats off to Bob Melvin, man. I will I will give Bob Melvin all of the freaking, not all of the credit in the world because obviously, you know, players have to do their part too. But Bob Melvin came in 
and turned that clubhouse freaking around. Mm-hmm. And then Manny Machado stepped up and I guess is was like, let's go. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna lead. So let's instead do this. of so instead of doing a my favorite things segment, I'm gonna kinda go through here and pick some of my favorite things from the week. Manny Machado learning Japanese to talk to Hassan Kim. Korean. Korean. Sorry, my bad. Korean. Sorry. Hopefully like, I, I know we all look alike, Shelby. <laughs> But we have different languages, okay? Jeez. But, but him learning and literally yelling in the dugout, I love you in Korean, one of my favorite things this week. Yep. One of my favorite things. Sarang-hele. That's literally I, the only Korean I know. <laughs> I, I don't know what you just said, but. That's I love you in Korean. Sarang-hae. Say it again. Break it up. Sarang-hae. No. I'm too white for this. It's okay. It's all right. Uh, you know how, but you know how like kids learn languages and learn words that by repeating what, what their parents say to mm-hmm. them. I didn't know how to say, I love you until I was like 12. And I had to ask like other Korean speakers because <laughs> my, like, I never heard that phrase ever. And I was like, what does that mean? And they, and everyone's like, what, what do you mean? that? What does that mean? I'm all, I don't know what that means. They're like, you've never heard that before. I'm all, no, I've got, I've got a Korean mom. Like we don't show emotion. What are you talking about? There's no, <laughs> none of that. What? So yeah. It's so, on my bucket to learn another language. And I, I just thought that was so cool. And like the entire stadium was like erupting. They have this, the entire stadium's chanting his name. And I, I loved it. It was great. Yeah. One of my favorite well, things. In the off season, Shelby, we're learning Spanish. We you, are saw, you saw you saw that that Twitter exchange. I did. I did. Yes. Uh, Mr. Roberto is. I'm. I'm holding it to him. Like, I know he thinks, he, th- he, th- he semi thinks that I'm joking. We're, we're not though. Like, we're totally not. We are going to learn Spanish in the off season. My I know like very 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 little Spanish. Um, I can say like Lo siento, mi español es no bueno. Like, I'm sorry, my <laughs> is no good. Like, <laughs> I'm like I know my colors. I know my I, numbers. I can order like tacos in Spanish because, you know, I have some really wonderful spots by my work. Um, but that's about it. That's donde esta la biblioteca. That's literally the only Spanish I remember from from high school. Is it? Do you know where the library is? Is that what it is? Um, do you know where the disco is? Wait, no, the biblioteca. Dis- no, library. library. You're it right. Lovely, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know where the disco is. <laughs> yeah. My Spanish teacher in high school, instead of you, you could get him talking about random things. You could get him on tangents and not actually learning our work. Mm-hmm. So if we didn't want to do our work that day, like Stop one of the it. girls in our, our class would ask him questions about um, where he grew up. So he, he grew up in the Dominican. Mm-hmm. And so he would tell us stories about when he would like grow up and, and, and you know, walking uphill both ways. 94 miles all of that stuff and he told us this one story about a tapeworm one time it went on for like three days the story like we didn't learn anything <laughs> didn't learn anything so it was hysterical anyways so but we're we're learning spanish in the off season that's that's one of our goals yeah. shelby yeah but yeah so padres freaking beat the dodgers dodgers win game one of course they're gonna win game one because who was on the freaking mound for the padres 
Mike Clevenger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just, he's just not consistent. <sighs> not consistent. Um, maybe if he saw his kids more often, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> maybe, we're not going to talk about maybe it. If he, maybe if he cut his hair, maybe Clevenger's going to come back with a buzz cut or something next, next season. I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> Dodgers win game one. Uh, Padres beat the Dodgers in game two, five to three. Hugh Darvish comes in and freaking shoves. Um, Kershaw, Kershaw, apparently, I just want to add random consonants to people's names, comes in and does, does decently, but, but he was not, he wasn't as sharp as you Darvish, but did the rally goose have anything to do with their comeback? Shelby? Oh, I think so. I do. I think I'm a firm believer in these kind of things. Like, you know, rally shoe. We talked about earlier, but before we started recording the 2011 rally squirrel for the Cardinals, when you find something like that to believe in, it is literally a season changer. Well, the so rally yeah. shoe did not do well for the Mariners though, Shelby. We'll, no, get, there, we'll get there. The uh, rally goose though. I've, the Raleigh Goose has popped up everywhere in San Diego. I love it. That, those motherfuckers, they are quick with it. Like, I, love it. I am I am fully impressed. I'm invested in the Goose. I don't know how how quickly they got out Goose hats. Literal Goose hats. That is impressive. <laughs> I, you want to talk about striking while the iron is hot. Oh, my God. I want to know the rush fee that they had to pay for making goose hats anyways, but I don't know. So for those that didn't watch the, the game two of Padres Dodgers, basically a goose landed in the middle of the outfield in the like fifth or sixth inning and just chilled, just chilled. And if you've never actually seen a goose in person in real life, they are freaking mean. They are scary quite terrifying. And so in between innings, the Dodger, I don't even know, attendance, field crew had to chase, chase the goose down and they put it in a garbage can. Did you see that? Did you see that video? Oh my gosh. It was, it it was hysterical. There was like 43,000 videos coming from the actual stadium and they, the field, field crew had to chase him down and someone basically like put a towel over him to get <laughs> to get their wings like not be able to fly and stuff and then they shoved him in a freaking big ass trash can one of those like big garbage cans that the astros you know beat on and took it away took it away i i just saw yeah. that they had in their dugout in game 3 decoys in the dugouts i love it i freaking love it dude the the um game three everyone and their freaking dog had some sort of goose poster goose like something talk to me just all of it and every i love it i love it i'm I'm here for it i play a lot of um mlb the show and they put out a postseason program, and so what they do is they put out cards of players that perform uh-huh. really well in the postseason. And the the end of the program right now 
um, the last reward is a rally goose oh picture gosh. that you can put that on is, your profile. <laughs> that is so funny. So big players for the Padres. Their their seven eight nine players are getting it done. Shelby seven eight nine getting it done. Hassan Kim, who is their shortstop, who has been, in some people's words, quite serviceable. <laughs> no, I'm like that's not. I don't. I don't think that that's that is the compliment you mean. That no, that's give, not. At okay, all. that's not. That's not now. Granted, he is no for not Fernando Tatis Jr. Right, no. and no one could be Fernando Tatis Jr. Right, but Hassan Kim has been freaking awesome as their shortstop this season. Much more, much more of a uh, piece that they did not think that they were going to have. Honestly, so Hassan Kim has come in um, clutch. <laughs> Trent Grisham has just been on fire. Postseason Trent Grisham. Yes. The fir- in the first game when he homered, when the announcers had said that, that he homered, they, they literally announced, and Trent Grisham of all people with the home run. And I was like, wow, you you couldn't you can't leave the of all people out of yeah, there? Like you couldn't just give the man his his flowers for the home run. <laughs> He's literally he's he's stepped up big in the postseason, and you know, like uh, I think we talked about last week, like your big players have to step up in the postseason, you know, in order for you to win. Like Juan Soto is just kind of eh right now, like pretty average. It's not like he's hitting home run after home run. So when your bottom, the bottom of your lineup can produce like that, it's really hard to not win. It's really oh yeah. Hard. So Trent Grisham is. Regular season Trent Grisham, I think his batting average was like 179 or 182 or something, something, something not good. I mean, below the Mendoza line, right? And uh, for those that don't know what the Mendoza line was, because I did not know when I started watching baseball, uh, anything below 200 batting average, Mm -hmm. not so good, not so good. So we want to be above the Mendoza line. I mean, ideally, we want to be you know closer to the 300, right? But anything below 200. Not so good. So that's usually referred to as the Mendoza line. But Trent Grisham has is got like a 500 batting average or something dumb. I mean, just something absolutely ridiculous compared to his regular season freaking average. And he has stepped up big time. So he has multiple, multiple home runs in the mm-hmm. postseason. Multiple. Sure does. Trent Grisham of all people. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's all right. So, and so then after they clinched, after they clinched in that um that third game, they they got to clinch at home, and San Diego showed out, and I'm so happy that they got to have a celebration at home. Did you see after the celebration, Will Myers just went out on the town and just buying people all all of the drinks. No, I did not. Yes, I think it was his. I think his wife or something um, on her Snapchat. They were out at the bars, and it's like Will Myers, man of the people, buying everybody shots, and you could just see Will Myers in in like the middle of a crowd, and everyone's trying to like take selfies with him and videos and stuff. And and he tells the bartender, he's like, "I'm Will Myers. I play for the Padres," and she's like, "I know." And then like two like two um, things later, he's, it's. 
we have now made it behind the bar. And it's just Will Myers behind the bar, just giving everybody all of the shots. Yes, it's so funny. So um, shout out Will Myers, just of the people. And then uh, shirtless Manny Machado. Did you see his his post post game press? Oh, Whew. hello, hello, shirtless Manny Machado. I'm I I think that I think now I think it should be a requirement. I think that's that should be that should be the requirement. Um, Everyone has to do their their interviews shirtless. Right above or below Chippendale, Joey Gallo. close that's close um i will say i will have to say above joey yellow what above joey yellow yeah Um, now but now if jeremy pena if for some reason you hear this and you want to do all of your uh after game pressers shirtless i am one thousand percent guarantee you that the astros fan base (laughs) i think they will have no arguments no arguments He's beautiful, but we can get to that later. Yes, yes. <laughs> so let's talk about Phillies. Phillies and the Braves. Go for it, Shelby. Spencer Strider crumbles. Oh, I feel so bad. Crumbles. Um, but the big, the big thing for me, the Phillies bullpen, holy shit. Like, I was not expecting it. Was no, not expecting it. Nobody was. They have been <clears throat> average to below average, but they've stepped up big time. Sir Anthony Dominguez, definitely a top name in Major League Baseball, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. Shoving. You have Jose Alvarado, left-handed flamethrower, shoving. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I, yeah. Was not expecting the Phillies bullpen. No. Because... I what 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 did we say was the Phillies' downfall this this season? Right, they built all of the offense. Right, they built all of the offense, subpar defense, right. and their bullpen was not. Eh. No, not not at all. Their arms are average. I mean, they have an average staff, and yeah. everybody knows it. Besides Zach Wheeler and. Aaron yeah. Like that's pretty much it. So, but I th- I guess the same could be said about the Padres bullpen though. Right. I mean, besides yeah. Josh Hader. Uh, well, side note, we did not talk about Josh Hader and his ballsy nails. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, do you think all of the Padres front office is just sighing huge size of relief? Yes. Right now. Because at one point, we were really, really, really worried about Josh Hader. Land almighty. I think I read somewhere that when he first came over, his ERA was like 11 and a quarter or something. Yeah, it was. Uh, he didn't. He lost the spot for a while, didn't he? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then <clears throat> since then, he's like, oh, just kidding, y'all. <laughs> just wanted to make y'all worry just a tiny bit. But I'm back now. So, yeah, Josh Hader lights out closer, and Juan Soto is looking better. Although I have mixed feelings about Juan Soto. Uh, tell me about your mixed feelings. 
I need to know your mixed feelings. I'm torn between hating him and loving him. And I cannot stand the freaking Soto Shop. I can't stand it. I can't freaking oh, I stand can't the either. Soto I, I, I hate it too. I hate it too. Um, and, and, but our hate, you have to remember where our hate comes from, right? It comes from the World Series. And it comes from the commentating in the World Series when he was the 2019 or whatever year old phenom we literally heard every time he came on the screen. Yeah. So do I have PTSD? Is that is that why I hate Juan Soto? I think it's PTSD. I like Juan okay. Soto. His smile. I think I like, I like Juan Soto as a person. Every time he does an interview, things like that. Mike have no problem. Love yeah, but, love it. But but the, that's where the hatred comes from. The hate part definitely comes from. Yeah. But every time he gets in the box and he does that stupid Soto shuffle, it's annoying. I hate that. It's too. So annoying. And then he strikes out, and I'm all, "Don't do the Soto shuffle, bro!" Like no. you literally just struck out. Not nah, stop it. Anyways, okay. So going back to the Braves and Phillies. Let's go. Um, but no, that, that, that was kind of my take on the Phillies. Um, definitely had a lot of momentum going in, but, uh, I did watch on Friday after the bottom of the third in game three, game three, was it game three, Spencer Strider, mm -hmm. game three. Um, I knew the Phillies were going to lock it in. So let me break this inning down. I watched it. I think you tweeted out in, like, the sixth inning. You were like, oh, my gosh, I just turned on the game, and I didn't expect it to be like this. Yeah, um, no, did not expect that in the least so, bit at all. So as soon as I watched this inning, that's kind of when my mentality changed that the Phillies had a chance to take this series. So Brandon Marsh is on. Um, can't remember how he gets on. I think he walks, he gets maybe. On, he, no, uh, he walks, and he, but he gets to third on that strider. Pickoff yes. error. Strider tries to pick him off, launches it into left field. Um, another really terrible throw um, to third base, and Marsh gets to third. Um, and then I think Bryson Stott is up. I think it's Bryson Stott. So the commentators yep. are just tearing the Phillies apart right now. They're talking about Bryson Stott, young guy. He had gone down to the minors after his debut because he was batting like .1 something. He had only had like six hits, and they're like, he's not even supposed to be here. Um, the only reason he's here is because of injuries. Boom, oppo double. Bryson Stott. Stott's at second. Marsh scores. Schwarber gets on. Then Schwarber gets intentionally walked. Yes. He got, he got the four fingers. And I was like, oh, all right, dang. To bring up Reese Hoskins. And when I tell you, this was like the shot heard around the world. The Liberty Bell started to ring after this in Philadelphia. If anybody in Philadelphia had a Liberty Bell in their house, they were ringing it. He hits an absolute moonshot three-run bomb and has probably the top bat flip of the season. Bat, not even a bat, bat spike. It's bad spike, man. He's like, he's like, screw it. We're not even gonna go that flip. We just down we go. And after that, I was sold. I was sold. Harper comes up. 
hits a bomb. He he goes back to the dugout. He's holding up like the I love you sign to Philadelphia. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, that that that, that kind of sealed the, the the moment for me. And that that was when uh, I knew Philly had a chance to take that series. Yeah, they they broke it open. They broke it open, and you knew that they were that they were that the Braves were like, oh okay, yeah, we're done now because they brought mm-hmm. in freaking Jacob Rizzi. <laughs> Oh, literally. So uh, we, we, we are Jake Odorizzi severe haters in this household, especially Olivia. So we're sitting there and we're watching and we watch him come in and I'm like, oh shit, Jake Odorizzi's coming in. And she was like, yeah, they fucking want to lose this game for sure. They had no hopes. They had no hopes. No. They're like, Odo, go out there and just eat innings. Okay. That was hope. Just, just try just try and maybe not let them score, but just just eat innings, okay? Because this game's done. Like we don't. Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> That's how you know you're the shitter in the bullpen, right there. Yeah, they were like, no, Otto, just just go out there. Like we all know, you're not actually going to start games. Just <laughs> go go eat some innings, right? So, but yeah, no, they their their lineup is starting to go. I mean. Mm-hmm. Nit- Nick Castellanos of all people. I felt really bad because they said that too. I'm like, oh, Nick Castellanos. But I, but Nick Castellanos is is starting to go. Uh, JT Real Muto starting to go. Um, who's there? Real Muto for a second. He's a catcher that stole 20 bases. Can we talk about that? Yes. Athlete. Yes. Can we? Athlete. And his uh in the in the park home run. In the last game, did you see that? Yes. yes. My goodness. A catcher. I mean, granted, there was some, there was some bobbles in there. I don't, I don't it's know a, what. It was a little league in the Parker. It was a little bit of a little yeah. league in the Parker, but still but, a catcher. Oh my gosh! Like, can you imagine Martin Maldonado doing that? The minute would burn the fuck down. <laughs> We would just end the game right there. We're like, we forfeit. We for- we're done. Like Martin Maldonado just got it in the park home run. We're de- it's it's done. We there's no way we can top this now. Oh my gosh! But everyone's starting to go. Harper. I mean, because before before this regular season, he when I mean when he played us, he was not looking like Bryce Harper. He was he won locked in. He's just kind of a blessed season, but I mean, not a bad season, but fighting injuries and missing games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Schwarber's getting, you know, intentionally walked and not able to hit bombs and stuff. So, but when Philly's... that guy gets hot, he gets fucking hot. When Kyle Schwarber mm-hmm. gets hot, he's real, real, real hot. What do he do? Hit like yep. 11 home runs in a month last, last season or something like that? Mm-hmm. Something stupid. Something dumb. Like, yeah. But, yeah, Philly Phillies are starting to go. Their lineup is is uh got some big boppers in there as well. So I say I say we shouldn't worry about the Padres or or the or the Fields, but um, you know. I've been wrong thus far on all of the predictions for the NL, so at this point it's a crapshoot. <laughs> yeah, for NL, I'm just gonna cheer for baseball. Let's just go baseball. <laughs> go baseball. So I mean I do I have a little bit of of hatred for Joe Musgrove. Oh yeah, me too. After the um, yeah, same. Yeah. So for those that don't know uh, why we have the hatred for Joe Musgrove, he was he was an Astro. 
he was an Astro and he won a ring in the quote unquote tainted 2017 World Series, right? Mm-hmm. When um, the whole cheating, trash can, banging, all of that stuff. Now, granted, I was not a baseball fan in 2017, right? We all know this. That was That's part of the reason why, why I started the podcast because never was not in the 2017, got to experience that, right? But apparently now he has come out and said that he would like to win a clean. He feels like he earned it. Yeah, yeah. something like that. So, so at, at this point, Joe Musgrove, like, you can just, fine, just send send back the ring. Like, we we won't claim you because what your ERA in the in the World Series was horrific anyway. So shut your mouth, Joe Musgrove. You and your red-hot ears. So I'm torn. I'm torn because I really like the Padres. I really like Manny Machado. I love me some Hassan Kim. But Joe Musgrove kind of makes me mad. Yes. So maybe I'm maybe I'm rooting for the for the Phils. I don't know. How, I, I don't know. I uh Yeah, I think that's where I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go with the Phils. I'm gonna root for the Phils. I think I'm rooting for the Phils and anyways as as well because I think that our pitching staff well, we'll talk about our pitching staff in, in a minute. But I think our pitching staff can take the Phil's pitching staff. I think p- the Padres pitching staff is going to give us a little bit more of right. a run. Yeah. Especially like Snell. Snell was – his start was amazing. I mean, lefty <clears throat> fastball was head bite. His curve was sweet. Yeah, I, I, I agree there. So so Padres, um, Padres starters, they go five. It'll be Darvish, Musgrove, Snell. Who did we say? Shamanaya. And oh, we just who are we missing? <laughs> I'm like, who are we missing? Clevenger. 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 Yes. Yes. Clevenger. Yes. See, um, I forgot. I forgot about him. Like he forgot about his kids. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, so Clevenger. So, and Chaminai is their fifth. How sad is it that Clevenger is their freaking fourth? And Chaminai, what happened to you, Chaminai? I don't know. So those are their their quote-unquote starting five. Their starting three will give us a run for our money. Right. Those other two, though, no. Mm-mm. For sure not. And they're both um, besides Josh Besides Hader. Hader. Yeah. Although they're, although they're, their bullpen freaking stuck it to the Braves and, and the Dodgers. And I was not, I'm Ready like, Oh, you guys, you guys have a Luis Garcia too. But I mean, our Luis Garcia is better than your Luis Garcia, but there we can, we can get to I, that in a second when we start talking yeah. about the Astros too. I was not, I was not prepared for the, for the Padres bullpen to, to come in and be lights out as well. So yeah. they're, they starting five for the Padres. Um, the starting five for the Phillies, Nola Wheeler, we just went over this too. Nola Wheeler, um, Syndergaard. Oh, uh, Suarez. Yes. Um, and then Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson, yeah. So, again, I think they're one, two. Awesome. Lights out. Ranger Suarez, I thought that we were going to have some issues with, but apparently he shoved. 
Um, so Thor is not so Thor-like. He's not he's not godlike any longer. No. He's, he's like a normal human being, but has some decent starts. But again, I think our pitching staff can take on the Phil's pitching staff way better uh, than the Padres. So I'm going to go for the Phil's. I think I think we are bourbon baseball is going to uh, unanimously decide that. But uh, for the Phillies, I think we're going to pick the I think Phillies. That's it. So fighting Phils, we're with you. All right, let's talk about the AL now. So okay. we we were bo- we were correct on the AL side. We were correct yes. on the AL side, right? Um, we thought that Cleveland was going to take the Rays. We in no world thought that Cleveland was going to take the Rays in 15 innings. No. With a walk-off home run. I No one saw that coming. Nope. But that is that is how Cleveland beat, beat the Rays in a 15-inning game. <laughs> and Oscar Gonzalez, walk-off home run. And then Cleveland and the Yankees, man. Whew. Cleveland and the Yankees. Now, we both had, we both had Cleveland. Beating the Yankees, right? Of course. And what did we say? What did we say? If Cleveland can keep the Yankees in the yard, they will not win. Mm-hmm. And all of the and all of the games mm-hmm. that the Yankees have won, they've not kept them in the yard. Right. No, I mean, and you know, I, I'm I've, I've tipped my cap to New York one time. Um, this year, and it was when, you know, Aaron Judge hit 62. You know, we tip our cap. But I'm going to tip my cap to Harrison Bader right now. What, trade deadline acquisition? Yep, from St. Louis. Kind of just a filler guy, but he's going fucking bananas right now. He's hit three bombs in the postseason. Well, and... the Yankees were not, or the Yankee fans were not happy no. when they traded away, because they, they traded away Jordan Montgomery, one of their starters, right. to um, St. Louis for Harrison Bader, who's a center fielder, and at the time was hurt. Right. And hadn't, hadn't played. He had, I think it was like, I think it was plantar fasciitis or something like that. Yes. So had a hurt foot, did not play for the first three or four weeks, I think, that they got him. Yankee fans were not happy. No, 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 no. But when Heron Judge has been cold as cold can be right now, this this guy just hammering bombs out of nowhere. What's what's with his mouth guard? I don't know. Have you have you seen that? Yeah, no, I've seen it. I just guess I just didn't think anything of it. I mean. It's like a boxer's mouth guard. I'm like, what are you doing out there? Maybe it's so that he doesn't chew tobacco. I don't know. I mean, um, yeah, I have no idea. It's it's a big old it's a big old mouth guard though. Anyways, Harrison Bader, freaking awesome. So yeah, before we get into that series, I just wanted to tip my cap to Harrison Bader because he's playing pretty awesome baseball right now. So Aaron Judge has been super cold. Right. Super, super cold. Um, they, did you see them? They booed him in New York. Yeah. I, if that doesn't tell you how horrible Yankees fans are, 
I don't know what does because that's cold. That's real cold to do that. Yeah. I, so I, I was, so I, I had heard it and I was like, are they booing him? Yes. And then, um, and then, you know, the announcers had some, had, had mentioned it. And then some, but some of the people on my timeline were actually like at the game and they were saying that it was not actually as bad as, as the media made it out to be. And they were like, quite honestly, it was like four people and they were pre- pretty drunk. I'm all pretty sure it was more than four people, but okay, whatever. So, Mike. yeah. So, you know, we're, I'm, I'm going to take it with a grain of salt, but just the fact that anyone from that fan base was even going to think about booing Aaron Judge it boggles my mind. Just yeah. absolutely blows my mind. So, um, Yankees take game one versus Garrett Cole. And in the series, Garrett Cole has become that $330 million yes. pitcher that they signed, They're right? They, Yankee fans are, are thrilled that this Garrett Cole is showing up. Well, yeah, you got to hope well, Cole shows up with all the money you're paying him because Araldis Chapman is getting paid $18 million to not even fucking be on the postseason roster and to fly home to Miami. $18 million. Yeah. <laughs> Again, boggles my mind. And then their one of their other um no, that was the Braves. I was thinking Tyler Matzik was um was getting Tommy John. But wasn't there someone else on there on the Yankee staff that got hurt too? Oh, Scott Efros. One of their acquisitions from the deadline. Okay. Yeah. Was supposed to be one of their, um, not close. Well, no, I think they, I think he was supposed to be one of their closers. When, wasn't it? Now I have to look it up. It's a good, uh, good question. But, um, yeah, but, yeah no, I think so. the, the, the Araldis Chapman behavior, like, was ridiculous. Yeah. Season, <laughs> season ending injury requiring Tommy John. <laughs> so they got they got him at the trade deadline um, from the Cubs, I think it was. What a good, what a good time for that to happen. Um, side armor. Yeah. Yep. So and it was right before it was right before the the uh, DS started. So the Yankees are. Without Michael King and Chad Green, who we all knew, Ron Marinaccio, Zach Britton, and Aroldis Chapman. So, I mean, at this point, they just have... Clay Holmes. They have Clay Holmes, who is a show and a story all in and of itself, apparently. So, mm-hmm. um, so okay, so first game, Yankees take... Um, and almost all the runs were what scored via home run Juan mm-hmm. with the, with the home run for the guardians in the third, but they leave the bases loaded. And that definitely did not come back to haunt the guardians at all. Right. Um, Harrison Bader, solo home run, Jose Trevino with the sack fly scores, um, IKF who apparently got left off 
who did, was not the uh, starting shortstop in this last game. Um, and then Rizzo with the two-run bomb. So that game, 4-1. to one. The second game, Guardians win 4-2 to two behind Shane Bieber. And um, that, fir- that first game, that first game was a little wild, too. Because that first inning... I felt bad for Shane Bieber. Yes. The only time that I say the only time, I'm sure it's happened multiple times before, but in that game, that inning, um, Giancarlo stands up to bat, gets a low, uh, low strike call. Should have been a ball. Mm-hmm. Call the strike. Next pitch. <laughs> freaking Apple. knocks one out of there. And now Apple. it's two to Apple. zero. Right. Like when- Jim Collins, man, when he hits a baseball, hits he murders it like the exit below. It was on a line; it was still climbing. It looked like when it went over the wall. Yeah, I'm sure Shane Bieber was like, "Cool, thanks." <laughs> Should have just walked him, right? But they were down uh, two to zero at that point, and then Nestor Cortez, Nestor Cortez, his life flashed before his eyes. I will give him all the credit in the world. Don't don't tell me that pitchers aren't athletes because poor Nestor Cortez. Miles Straw hits a comeback to, to him. Nestor Cortez tries to field it, falls down, though, and from his ass throws Miles Straw out at first. And we all know how fast Miles Straw out right. is. That's kind of what I'm thinking. So think the fact – oh, my gosh. I, I, well, I will have to tweet it out because – it. Like the screenshots of Nestor Cortez's face, like frozen in fear, he's all like catching it. It's it's great, but his his life flashed before his eyes on that, and uh, that ends the fourth. Uh, Rosario with a solo home run in the fifth. We're tied. Bieber does not get out of the sixth. Shane, I- not Justin. Oh, I hate it. I was just about to say that. I hated the commentating for this game. Like, literally, he gets called Justin Bieber, and then we go on a 15-minute spiel about Justin Bieber songs in the booth. Like, not only is it so monotone and dry, I'm like, I, I, I hated it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Shane Bieber doesn't get to finish the six, walks Donaldson, IKF singles, and then they bring in uh, Trevor Steffens, and then Karen Check. Karen Check was not having it. It was not his. It was not his his day when he came no. in because he, he walked. He he was he couldn't put find the zone at all. No, it was there was a strikeout, a walk, a walk, a strikeout, a walk, and now the bases are loaded, and freaking Emmanuel Classe. You want to talk about lockdown freaking closers, mm-hmm. Emmanuel. Class A gets the freaking job done. Battles in the ninth. Clay Holmes does his job in the ninth. And now we're in the 10th, right? Mm-hmm. Jameson Tyone. They brought Jameson Tyone in for the 10th. And for those that are not up to date with the Yankees starting pitching roster, Jameson Tyone is a starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. Has not pitched out of the bullpen in I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. But they bring him in for the 10th, and immediately J-Ram doubles and advances to third by throwing error 
Aunt Donaldson, mm-hmm. Oscar Gonzalez singles. Now it's three two guardians, and then Naylor doubles, and scores Gonzalez, and we're done. And now it's four to two guardians, and now we're back in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and they stole one from the Yankees. Right, and that's what everyone said that they had to do. They could steal one at home. Yep. And Class A, the, here's the stupid stat line of the day from that game. Shelby, do you want to hear it? Yes, I do. I couldn't remember if he, he went two or three innings. So, Class A threw 33 pitches. How many strikes do you think he threw in those 33 pitches? 31. 23. 23 strikes. So he pitched 2.1 innings. 33 pitches. The man is a freaking machine. Emmanuel Classe, all of the hat tips. All of the hat tips to you. That's, I think that's, I think that's the key to game five. I, I think that's the key to game five. If you can get Emmanuel Classe in there, it doesn't, if they're tied or down by one, you bring Classe in, I, I think the Guardians have a very good chance. Yeah. But I still have feelings. So. You want to talk about game three? Game three? Um, iconic Barstool video for the game three ending. Was it game three? Game three ending? Game four. Game four. Are you talking about Josh Naylor? No. I'm talking about game three where it was bottom of the ninth, bases loaded. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Barstool puts out a video, right? Barstool is all Yankees fans, basically. They're sitting in their little man cave, bases loaded, and you just all see them go. <laughs> all of them. Um, clutch. Clutch. Three, three run. What? Three run bottom of the ninth. Um, poor Clark Schmidt. We talked about that. Clark Schmidt's a baby, too. He just made his debut, I think, last year. He hasn't thrown a ton of in- innings in the majors. Um, he just just had to fucking wear it. I, and that was, so that was the big, the big story. Um, because apparently Luis Severino and, and Clay Holmes. So Luis Severino, after they did the game, um, after game interview, basically said, I was fully expecting Clay Holmes to, to, to come in. Well, I don't know why Clay Holmes did not come in. You're going to have to ask Booney. Mm -hmm. And then Clay Holmes was like, yeah, no, I was, I was ready. I was able to pitch. I, I don't know why I didn't come in. And then Aaron Boone is like, well, you know, yes, he was kind of available, but not really available. And, you know, we just. Only in an emergency. Yeah. So I, I'm like, I, I don't know what, I guess, I guess this did not constitute an emergency for, for him or the Yankees. And I, and I wonder how, how badly he wanted to say on back-to-back days, Clay Holmes is not very good. So he, he did he, not want to throw Clay Holmes. Yeah, that's probably exactly what it was. I mean, that's probably everybody's thought. But still, I mean, damn, you either want to win or you don't. Right. Well, so, yeah, I don't – but Judge finally got, got a home run in that in that game. Two run ball. After, after how many strikeouts? Eight, nine? Ooh, it was, yeah, it was a bunch. It in the entire bad. series? At one point, he was like 0 for 7 with like – four or five Ks. Yeah. So he finally, he, he finally got a home run. 
Clay Holmes did not pitch. Yankees fans are mad. Nobody wants Aaron Boone back. <laughs> Clark Schmidt freaking had to wear it. And then this last game, game four, Garrett Cole was the starter. And again, Garrett Cole was was the $330 million man. Right. Million dollar man. There we yes. go. Harrison Bader freaking Harrison Bader is his average like nine thousand right now. I what his is OPS it? has got to be through the roof in the postseason right now. Good <laughs> lord! But that's not the Yankees win, right? So now the series is tied. Now it's two to two, and now winner takes all tonight. We will get there. But let's talk about Josh Naylor and his freaking home run off of Garrett Cole. Okay, I have this, this is this is what my feelings are about. So I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you take this. Okay. Did you watch did you watch the game or did you just see the, the highlight of it? I just watched the highlight. Okay. And I love so, watching videos and comment heard the commentators and stuff. So when I was watching the game, in in the game, Josh Naylor freaking hits hits this bomb, right? Monster. And now if Again, if you guys have not been paying attention to Cleveland baseball, and why would you? Because it's Cleveland. Josh Naylor is known for being very excitable. His emotions run very, very high. Earlier in the season, he had a a walk-off home run, and Terry Francona, his manager, had to make sure that he was wearing a a batting helmet, and Josh Naylor freaking head-butted Terry Francona. Yes. After this, okay? So... Josh Naylor is a wild man. He is very excitable. His emotions run very, very high. Okay. So I, I've laid I've laid that out for you. Josh Naylor hits this nuke off of Garrett Cole. And admittedly, I cackle a little every time somebody just nails Garrett Cole. And so I cackled. And then I cackled even louder as he was rounding the bases and rocking the freaking baby and i was like no he's not no he is not and then you could read his lips and i was like oh my god yep yeah garrett cole is his son garrett cole is his son that's so he's he's so he's running the freaking bases he's and he and he's staring Uh, he's staring at garrett cole he's staring in that dugout and he is making the rocking baby motion and saying if you can read his lips, that Garrett Cole is his fucking son. Yes. And I died laughing. I was cackling all of the cackling because I read, I read his lips and I knew immediately what he was doing. And there was, there was some question on Twitter about what exactly he was doing. And then it, and then it came out. Then Mm -hmm. it came out. Right. And I told Mike, I love this. I love that it was Josh Naylor against Garrett Cole. 1000%. I am on board with this. But if Josh Naylor did that against the Astros, there would be an I would there would be an all out riot. I would riot and everyone would get everyone would get beaned afterwards. Everyone's getting hit afterwards. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> and Mike just laughed and goes, "Yeah, see?" He goes, he goes, now you understand. And I was like, everyone's wearing it. Don't care. Don't care. Everyone is wearing it after that. And that's what they were saying on, um, was it MLB Tonight? Is that with, is that the one with um, Greg Amsinger and Harold Reynolds and Plesak, Dan Plesak? 
Maybe. I think I think it is. But Harold Reynolds is like, I played in a different time. I played in a different time. And that nope. That that is not happening. That he goes, if Nolan Ryan Nolan Ryan was on that mound, everyone's wearing it. And Greg Amsinger was like, Oh, just Nolan Ryan? He goes, No, everybody. Dan Plesak on the everybody. No, that w- that is not allowed. He, and Harold Reynolds is like, let the let the kids play, blah, blah, blah. No. <laughs> so I have mixed feelings about it because I'm very happy that it was Garrett Cole. Had it been against the Astros, I would have fought. I would have driven down to Minute Maid and I would have I would have stormed the field. Those are my thoughts. What are your thoughts, Shelby? I think that action has potential to light the Yankees on fire. So it's bulletin board material. So it scares me because I think Josh Naylor just fueled the fire. And so the Yankees are either about to explode. And I'm afraid of that. That's what I'm afraid of. Um, the my feelings about it of doing that I'm I love passion like Reese Hoskins I love passion I love bat flips I love Jose Bautista's iconic bat throw um, but I think it's got to be done at the right time that was not the time to call somebody your son walk off yeah. home run down what two yeah yeah solo solo shot you're still down by two. Not the time, not the place. Now, you're clinching, you're clinching, clinching double, anything like that. Absolutely, I'm here for it. But I'm, yeah, that's, as soon as he did that, as soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, it cracked me up. And then, did you see Garrett Cole's reaction to it afterwards? No, I didn't. They, they, They had asked him about it, and he's like, that's cute or something like that, didn't you? Yeah, know? but you could ju- I mean, you could tell if it's like he knew exactly what had happened and he was not happy about it. He's like I mean it was cute or whatever. You know, no, it doesn't it doesn't bug me. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Like you know that and that is bulletin board material and someone is wearing it today. Someone is wearing yeah. it today. It, it's probably not the first. It's not gonna be the leadoff hitter. Well, hell, it may be Stephen Kwan. It's not, I'm not Stephen Kwan. It can't be Stephen Kwan. I get someone's wearing it today. Someone is yeah, wearing he, it today, Shelby. Mark Nail, my words. Naylor's going to take some chin music for sure. Oh, you know for sure. Yes, that I do. That I do know. But you, check. you explain chin music though. Uh, chin music is the hardest fastball you can throw right underneath your face, basically. So. Up and in, basically, to shuffle some feet and move them on back, right? Um, Um, Yeah, no, I'm actually really nervous. Obviously, we are guardian stands right now, but um, uh, they got to go to New York, and they got to listen to all that shit after that happened yesterday. So I am a little nervous about Game 5. Yeah. So you know today that when when Josh Naylor strikes out, because inevitably he's going to strike out, Right. New York faithful is going to be rocking that baby, right? Yes. Like they are going to be taunting him for sure. So I am, uh, 
I want the Guardians I, to win for sure. I want the Guardians to win for sure, but. I think, I think it's going to be it's going to be a it's going to be a fight though because it's going it's a bullpen day and the Guardians bullpen is set up a little bit better than the Yankees. Yes, neither starter has ever thrown a postseason game. Started in a postseason game, by the way. Neither one. No so, pressure. No I didn't know I didn't know that about Jameson Tyon. Never started. Yep. Never I expected started. that from um Who's starting? Savali? Is that who's starting for the Guardians today? Yes. So, you know, I think if Savali gives him four innings or something, Guardians bullpen's going to come in and shut him down, right? Unless Karen Check walks everybody. (laughs) Yeah. If if, if Karen Check and Class A are on and they have the opportunity to bring those guys in. uh, How many innings do you think Class A throws today? I think it depends on the score. But I mean, at, at this point, he's he's shown that he's capable of nine outs, and I think he, he's had he's had a, enough rest. I think. You think he goes three? Uh, max, M- okay. max. I think he's I think sure. two or three innings. Yeah. So I don't know. It's 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 going to be interesting. I'm excited. Um, but, you know, if the Guardians win, that definitely puts the Astros in the, the best best position. Like, Well, I think well, I think either way it puts the Astros in the best position because you're, they're just going to run out everybody. And then, what is this? Today is Monday. So if they run everybody through, we play Wednesday. I mean, it's a day of rest, but it's not going to be – no, and they got to travel. Fully. I mean, yeah. that's and they're not in they're not in great shape. Their their staff's not in great shape at all. So. so, it'll be it'll be interesting to to see. So, but we are Guardian stands. We predicted that the Guardians were going to take the Yankees down. So, fingers crossed, knocking on wood that that happens and we get to take the Guardians on for RCS. And um who did we beat? Well, Shall Mariner, we to get to RCS? Yes. Mariner, yes not only not only did um, the Astros beat the Mariners, they uh, swept the Mariners. Swept. And we now go to what our sixth straight ALCS? Yep. Six okay, straight. So I, have a, I, have a, I have a very good question for you. Okay. Have the Astros established a dynasty yet? Yes. So? Are we are we going to be are we going to be the Braves of the nineties, Shelby? And winning all winning all the uh the CSs <laughs> and only winning one World Series? I don't know. Are we? I don't know, Shelby. And that <laughs> that's a, I'm sorry, I put you on the spot with that one. <laughs> I, but I think I think we are. I think it is a dynasty now. I think it is, and I I picked a hell of a time to become a baseball fan because yeah, no shit, hot dog. Like <laughs> all, all I've known is good Astros. <laughs> but you know, my time will come. My time will come. I'm sure at some point in time that that we will fall off in the in the far far future. But we won't talk about that now. We're going to talk about this Astros team. Gosh, this team is how, so much. How freaking amazing are we? Amazing. I mean, you couldn't, 
they're so hot right now. They're so hot. Like, and, and it's not just, there's nobody that's down. Everybody's kind of just smooth sailing through right now. One through nine. Like. I mean, our, our, our one is, our one is struggling. Like we are, we are our short King stands, but Jose Altuve is. Yeah, struggling. He, he, he's struggling, but at no point I'm, I'm like, damn, Altuve's up because he performs in the postseason. Look at Yuli right now. Yuli is doing Yuli things right now. And I never doubted, like, no, he had a, he did not have a great season, but he was made for postseason baseball. Yes. Yuli Gurriel was made for postseason baseball. And that's yes. exactly why he's at first base right now. So let's let's go over game one. Game one was electric. There, I mean, there's there's no ifs, ands, buts about it, right? Let me tell you about Shelby's game one experience. Okay, I work three days, like late this week, right? Three days. Tuesday was one of them, right? Didn't even get to watch the game. So we had a workshop at school. Couldn't watch the game. We have horrible Wi-Fi. But my MLB app is working. I put my phone in my pocket, and then the notification comes up. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure my jaw hit the floor. And I announced to all my coworkers, I'm like, holy shit, they won. It was not, it was not looking delightful. No, not looking delightful. But our Yord but... and Saber, our Yord and Saber was amazing. Amazing. Justin Verlander, not, not on, not on. Not on. Uh-uh. And I don't know, I don't know if, if it's, if he was tipping pitches or the Mariners saw something. I don't know if it was as little as a tense forearm muscle before he threw a fastball or, you know, what. But the fact that Justin has had two blow-up outings this entire season, and they've both been against the Mariners, I don't know. I don't know. But the fact that he is, I, for all intents and purposes, the AL Cy Young. Right, like oh, absolutely. He's running away with his ERA this season has been what a one seven. It's better. His ERA is better than his MVP season. Yeah, like like by far, it's even close. So the fact that you know that they saw, I don't know. Like I don't know, and I and by no means am I saying that the Mariners are cheating, right? Like. Mm-hmm. That I'm not, I'm not 1000% not saying that the Mariners are cheating. However, I think that they had to have seen something that Justin Verlander was doing that gave them an edge, which is that's the whole part of the game, right? right. So Verlander, not sharp, lasted like four innings. Mm-hmm. But our bullpen freaking came in and shut him down. Like they were like, nope. Best you get you get nothing else in baseball. Best bullpen in baseball. You get nothing else. Um, I mean, because literally they they scored all of their free, well they scored most of their runs off of Verlander, right? And then Christian Javier came in 
and they they uh who had the solo home run was that rodriguez j-rod nope it was eugenio suarez mm-hmm. in the top of the seventh eugenio suarez uh christian javier gave up a solo blast which if he's going to give up anything that's what he's going to give up right right but yuli comes in with a freaking two-run home run postseason yuli like like we said before in past episodes regular season yuli if you keep performing like this all of the regular season is forgiven forgiven it'll be washed away right I, I don't remember if it was on this one, if, the, if it was on this podcast, or if it was when I was guest hosting with somebody, um, the Astros boys. Um, but I said, let's hope that maybe Yuli Gurriel is like World Series MVP and just gets friggin' hot. Like, that is my wish for Yuli Gurriel, right? Like, if, if he was, and this, this comes out pretty much every time he gets hot. Like, I mean, because he's a phenomenal hitter. Like, if he would have come into the major leagues in his 20s, early 20s, he would be a Hall of Famer, but he didn't come until he was like 32. I Two, mean, yeah. 32. Um, but, I mean, he's phenomenal. He's phenomenal when he's hot. So, I, like I said, postseason Yuli, we are here for it. We are here for it, and regular season Yuli will just be thrown out the window if this, if this continues. So, freaking Astros – in that in the bottom of the freaking ninth can we just we we need to give all of the flowers all of the flowers to Alex Bregman hitting a freaking two-run bomb off of Munoz there we go and then David freaking Hensley coming in and walking that hit by pitch what I mean it would have been a walk anyways right but what a great at bat like you, David Hensley. I don't think you you don't 1, realize 000%. you don't realize how and at bat like that can start a rally. Like, like yeah, you know you get little hits, singles, stuff like that. Yeah, but like a competitive at bat like that from a rookie, you get fired up. Fired and a rookie up. that doesn't even that doesn't even play all the time. That is literal. I mean that's a pinch hit at bat mm-hmm. and that david hensley so we'll we're gonna we're gonna side sidebar here do you think we re-sign a ledmus diaz because we have david hensley or do you think that david hensley becomes our utility mm. I think we keep David Hensley. And we and we let we let Aladmus walk? Yeah, I think we let him walk on good terms though, because I mean we couldn't ask for anything more, but I think he's gonna be really good for a he's a perfect like a rebuilding team or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think he's a a perfect I mean he's at he's at his peak, I think, for a utility player. Yeah. I mean despite his so. injuries despite his injuries, I think yeah. I think so, David Hensley, David Hensley freaking walks nine pitch at bat, something yes. ridiculous. Uh, Jeremy Pena with a freaking single on a 
on a lone away slider. We've watched him wave a sword at sliders all year long, but. Connected on that one. Connected on that one and set the freaking table. Oh, my Lord. Or should I say, oh, my Yord. Oh, my Yord. Oh, my Yord. Oh, my gosh. That bomb. I, I was screaming. I was freaking screaming. So did you see what his dad's, because his, his parents were there. Did you see what his dad said? Mm-hmm. His dad I, was, he fouled. I saw it, fouled but I did not understand it. So his dad basically said, like, I saw him foul the one off. Uh-huh. And I knew it was coming. He was like, I Love knew it. he was going to hit it. I saw him hit the foul ball and I knew he was going to connect with the next one. And Lord, did he connect? Yes, he did. Good. <sighs> So, we took that game, right? We took that game. Now, granted, the Mariners led. The Mariners led the entire time, right? I will, I will give you, I will give you props on that, Mariners. Yes, you led the entire time. But guess what? It is not who leads the most. It is who has the most runs at the end of the freaking game. And guess what? It's the Astros. So, Astros won. Electric Mariners game. zero. Right? Electric game one. Game two. Game two. Game two, Shelby. So. I'm not salty about it at all, Shelby. So my, um, I, I work at one of the very best um, 6A high school football schools in the state of Texas. And we had homecoming and we had a pep rally the entire last period of the day. Which the last period starts at one o'clock. So at about probably 10 something, I texted Olivia and I'm like, I think, I think I'm going to buy tickets to the game today. It's like, I think I'm going to buy tickets. So the one day, so I have no service in this building. The one day the Wi-Fi is also down. I can't send a text message. I can't look up anything. I'm scrounging. I'm pissed because I'm like, I want to go to this game and I can't get tickets. So I walk outside, go get lunch, buy tickets, and I didn't even get to leave the the school. I think I literally pulled out probably at like one fifteen, and that's when I was able to text Olivia like, "Hey, we're going to the game <laughs> at one fifteen. So I picked her up. We we went. We parked for. We have a trusty parking spot for seven dollars. Walked in the. Made it to the you're game. Gonna to, you're going to have to tell me this trusty parking spot for $7 off Got air, it. Shelby. Lord, have mercy. I did get a rally towel, by the way. So shout out to whoever drunk ass <laughs> dropped theirs at Kobo's because I sure did pick it up. So, <laughs> But, man, we had a blast. Um, Jordan Oppo bombed into the Crawford boxes. Uh, I, posted the, I posted the video on Twitter just to make sure that you could see it. Um. It was a great time. It was a great time. Drink some Love Street. I'm not salty about it at all. Still not salty about it at all. Not not in the least bit at all. I'm not even going to be salty if you end up going to the championship series because them tickets, girl, them are tickets. nine gajillion freaking dollars. <laughs> what is it? Kevin Hart says, the way my bank account works. I <laughs> <a> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So that game um, off of Luis Castillo, right? Like they're, they're admitted ace. Yeah. He's, right. He threw, he threw, he threw well. I mean, he, he threw an amazing game, threw an amazing game. Um, Kyle Tucker, freaking home run in the mm-hmm. bottom of the second. And then Fromber did not look great either. Did not mm-hmm. look great. He got through it. Did not look great. Thoughts? Did you did you see in between the fourth and the fifth inning though? When he yeah. changed gloves? Yes, I did. I did see that. Yeah. So I'm like, why are you changing gloves over there with like one that has less holes? And you know, and, and maybe it was maybe it was just third time through the order, and they were. They were spitting on that curveball. Maybe they knew it was just going to be curveballs. Like, well, but they didn't. He was, I, I always pull up the MLB app so I can see like where the pitches are, um, like while I'm watching. And he was mm-hmm. he was hanging stuff middle top of the zone, pretty bad. So I don't know. Maybe it was just like a psychological thing because you know he's very zen and has his sports psychologist he works with. But he he was throwing a lot of stuff up in the zone. Yeah. So, um, but Fromber does not get a quality start nope. on the second game, right? And um, obviously they they put some they put some runs on the board. But in the bottom of the sixth, bottom of the sixth, man, Jordan frickin' Alvarez does it again. I'm but pretty who sets sure the table for him. Who sets the table for him, Shelby? Ooh, I'm gonna be wrong. I'm scared. I'm gonna be wrong. Were you too drunk by then, Shelby? Yeah, yeah, honestly, probably too drunk by then. Was it AB? Was it AB? No, it was Jeremy Pena. Uh, AB can't set the table for Jordan. AB, that's after Jordan, man. I couldn't remember if he was before or after. Yeah, no, I was, I was, I was, I was a couple, couple deep then. So. Uh, all with two strikes, all with two strikes. And that's what I really liked about it because Jeremy Pena gets up there, two-strike approach, singles, and then Jordan homers, and it was delightful. It was freaking delightful. And now it's three to two, and now it's three to two, and Mariners are losing their mind again. Mariner's Twitter is too much. Mariner's Twitter is way too much. And I have I have lots of thoughts on Mariner's Twitter in just a second. But what happens in the what happens in the bottom of the eighth? Oh, you're Again, asking me? Yes, with two outs. Do you remember? <laughs> or were you or were you just really like, nope, all of the alcohols in me now? Nope. Yeah. I just remember I remember Presley coming in in the ninth. That's about it. So Okay. So again, bottom of the eighth. So it's still three to two, right? Jeremy Pena works a walk. <laughs> Jordan Alvarez gets the most annoyed intentional walk ever mm-hmm. from Scott Service, right? To get to Alex Bregman. Now how dangerous of a hitter is Jordan Alvarez when you're intentionally walking Jordan Alvarez and Alex Bregman is the person that you would rather face? 
you know, we talk about this quite a bit. I mean, you have freaking Jordan, then you have Bregman, then you have Tucker, and you got Yuli. Like, pick your pick it, your poison. It pick. doesn't stop, right? It doesn't stop. So, um, so Munoz is is pitching again now. Mind you, first game, right? Munoz is the one that Bregman his two run home run off of. Yes. And in the af in the um after game interview, Bregman was saying that in that first game, you know, he was he threw it low low and away. So he knew that he wasn't gonna go back down there. So he was looking for something up. And sure enough, first first freaking pitch or second pitch was that freaking single and it was like off the plate. And so was so was Jordan's pitch yes. off the plate. So so you don't know where to pitch Jordan. You don't know where to pitch Bregman now. Like, it's just. So Alex uh, singles and scores uh, Jeremy Pena. And now it's now it's two to zero. Now it's two to zero. And we've won game two. We've won game one. And now we have to go to Seattle, Shelby. Now, so I went fishing on for game three. Like I literally was fishing, and from the time the game started, right, I was on the water. So it started at two thirty, three thirty, right? Mm-hmm. Or was it later? We got mm-hmm. back. No, it's dark. When was game time? Game time was. I don't know. Now my my phone wants to be dumb. Game time started at Oh my gosh, I need this. 2:30. So okay. game game started game started at 2:30. Yeah. I was off the water at 5:30. I dr- we cooked ate food while watching the game and then I drove all the way back to Houston. And the game was still on. It had barely finished because I got home about 9.30. So I'm having Olivia as I'm driving home. She's commentating. And I told her that she should never go into commentating because she gets too distracted. Like, I'm hyped up. Like, I'm trying to listen. Like, she's... I'm like... She she gives me this pause for, like, a minute. And I'm like, was there another pitch or not? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's 2-1 now. And I'm like... You're like, woman, can you just tell me what's going on, please? And then she gets then she gets smart ass and she's like, Kyle Tucker's up. Uh, he steps into the box, he kicks his feet back, he grabs his nuts, and he adjusts them. And I'm like, all right, you're being a smart ass. Um, okay, so the second game, or was it the first game? The first I think it was the first game. MLB showed this crying little kid. Did you see the crying yes. little kid? I did okay. see the crying little kid. Did you see Mariner's Twitter go after the crying little kid? I did. What is wrong with y'all? What? What is wrong with y'all? You want you wanna you wanna talk shit about grown people? Cool. Whatever, but cool. not a kid. How are you literally gonna be mad? At a child for having emotions. Y'all can't handle even your own emotions. And you're a grown, full adult. 
And you're going to sit here and tell me that you can't handle a tiny child? I say tiny child. He's what, like eight, nine, ten, something? Probably, yeah. Something. And Mariner's Twitter was awful. Awful. Mm-hmm. Okay? You cannot sit there and tell me that literally people saying that they want to find this kid and show, show him a lesson, teach him a lesson. I'm, I'm sorry, so- what now? What is the matter with you? What is the matter with you? Stop it. And I mean, I expect it from random Twitter trolls that have, you know, that are following 5,000 accounts and have no followers. Okay. I don't expect it from like actual real verified reporters from Seattle tweeting this out. That's embarrassing. So I had, I had all the feelings about that. And I was like, I can't, I can't get into fights with random strangers on the internet. I can't, I can't do it. I don't have the mental capacity to do do that. I can't do it. Can't do it. You're right. And you made a disclaimer at the end of our last episode. Don't get into, don't get into fights with random strangers on the internet. Yeah. Okay. You will lose. Everybody, everybody's going to lose. No one will win. And you have wasted your day. Right. But my God, I was, I was, I was hyped. I was very heated after that whole thing. And then we go to Seattle for 9,000 hours. That game was 9,000 hours, Shelby. Um, but what a pitching performance. Masterclass. Masterclass. <laughs> My gosh. Was not I – fully, I fully expected one of our pitchers to, to not have it. So I, so we're on our way back and um, we're pulling the boat and I'm, I have my phone pulled up and I see the box come up and it's like Astros available pitchers and everybody's crossed out except her kitty. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, All right. When, when that, when that same box came up for the Mariners and it was just Robbie Ray left. And I was like, oh, sweet Jesus. Thank you. Now we're going to win. Now we're going to win, right? Like, put in, please put in Robbie Ray. Please put in. I, I feel bad for Robbie Ray, though, because I was like, oh, my God. If Robbie Ray fucks this up, he he will not be able to show his face in Seattle. He will not be able to show his face. What, uh, is it, uh... I can't remember. I think it's Smalls. I don't know if it's Smalls or Rookie of the Year where he's like, oh, my God, 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 oh, my God. No, it's uh, it's Rookie of the Year when, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. That's probably what Robbie Ray was thinking. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> freaking, freaking masterclass, though. Like, I was not, I was not expecting our, I take that back. Like, I 60% expected that from our pitching staff. But, you know, like, you you pass the baton. And not everyone's going to have, not everyone's going to be on it, right? Like, you don't expect everyone no. to be on it, but but everyone was. Everyone was freaking on it in our bullpen. And then Luis Garcia almost gets a freaking quality star. <laughs> Literally, what, five innings? Five innings, six Ks? Jesus, dude. Oh, man. He he rocked that baby and cha-cha slid like nobody's business. Um, And then, of all people... <laughs> The baby comes through with the bomb. I'm almost, I'm almost glad that it was not Jordan, right? Like, I, I'm really glad that it wasn't Jordan. Like, that it wasn't, like, our one of our big guys that you expect it from. 
Well, you know? we all we all knew with with what was going on, like somebody else was going to have to come through. Like Jordan Alvarez is not going to see a pitch in the strike zone. He's not going to see a quality pitch in the strike zone probably for the rest of the playoffs. Right. Because realistically, who has been as consistent as he has? But so it was really nice to see somebody else come through. But um, yeah. I definitely did it. I, I didn't think it was going to be Jeremy Pena hitting a bomb. Do I think he single double somebody to death? Yeah, I do. But I was not. I was not expecting a. I was not expecting not a bomb a rookie, from from Pena. Not a rookie clutch bomb like uh-huh. that. Like that was a monster. That was that was big time for the shows. So 18, 18 freaking innings. I I had paced around. My, I had folded all of the laundry. I had put away all my laundry. And at that point, I was just pacing. I was pacing. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I had to sit down because my watch was like, um, are you okay? Your heart rate <laughs> is elevated. Breathe. <laughs> what is, what's happening? So finally, I made myself a drink. So now I'm going to take credit for Jeremy Pena hitting that home run because I made myself a drink. I started drinking. That's, that's, what, that's what just pushed us right on over. What drink did you make? Because now you need to drink that the rest of <laughs> Bloody Mary. I made a Bloody Mary. Yeah. And Twitter came for me. Like, people on Twitter were like, ew, gross. And I'm all, first off, no, it's delicious. Second off, I'm not making you drink it. Like, I'm not saying everybody on Astro's Twitter needs to drink Bloody Marys. Like, let me have my drink. But I was, that was, that was magical. It was magical. 18 freaking innings. Six hours and, like, what 37 minutes or something dumb all day and um that was and we swept him and we swept him and who freaking knew that a picture of a broom was so offensive i did i wasn't wasn't aware wasn't I aware was that a picture surprised. i was very surprised it came from our verified astros twitter account and like i fully expected somebody to but when i saw that i thought it would be like some other account but I thought it was great because they went after who they they went after somebody. Seattle's account did. They did the same shit. So my question is though, would would it have been less offensive if and I say offensive in like quotes because I didn't find it offensive because we literally right. swept them. Right. Uh would it have been less offensive if the broom was not sweeping up Mariners stuff? If there was just just the emblem and the broom, would Mariners Twitter not be so mad? Yeah, I, I think they I think they wouldn't have been as mad. But who I mean, like who really cares? You're trying to throw a freaking celebration parade before your team even wins a game in the series. Like to be quite frank, like nobody cares about Mariners Twitter feelings. Like Yeah. <sighs> so that's where we're at. That's where we're at. I, so I, I do have um, feelings about one more thing, and that thing is Phil Maton. Um, oh my god! I why why is this man on the plane right now? They did you see they wrapped his cast to celebrate. Why is he getting to celebrate when he literally throws a high school fit in the locker room before postseason? But um, I I'm not thrilled about that. But just needed to throw that out there really quick. Yeah. Was not, was not, 
But I mean, I guess, I guess that answers that question though. Like who to leave off the roster, Phil Maton, off you go. But I did kind of feel bad for Will Smith that Will Smith was not on the roster. <laughs> but I mean, that, but this, that 18 inning game proved why apparently we needed to, to have our two starting pitchers in our freaking bullpen. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, it is what it is and whatever. He still gets paid. So, uh, I think that's it. So we play Wednesday and Thursday. Mm -hmm. Either, either the guardians or the Yankees We're recording this, um, at, well, we started, we started way earlier and we've talked for like two hours, Shelby. I think, um, it is, I think it is Wednesday, by the way, because remember they play tonight, they have a day off and then. Yeah, what did I say, Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday? You said Wednesday, and, Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, I sorry. I meant Wednesday and Thursday, right? Games one and yes. two. Correct. So we play Wednesday and Thursday, either the Cleveland Guardians or the New York Yankees. We will learn who our opponent is later on tonight. Um, and then we will, we will talk about all of those things. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe we'll have a midweek pod, but odds are we probably won't, but we will figure that out. So Wednesday, Thursday, off day or travel day. And then Saturday, Sunday, Monday, is that, is that the playoff schedule? And then, um, we, we shall see. So uh, if you've made it this far, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us and listening to us ramble and get our get all of our cathartic feelings out about all of the baseballs, all of the baseballs and all of the, uh, the playing of the games. So you can follow us on all of the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTubes. Go follow and subscribe on YouTube so that at some point in time we can get a actual uh, personalized URL and it's not, you know, a mass jumble of numbers and, and letters. Uh, you can follow us, um, Shell. You can follow Shelby on Twitter, underscore Shell Miller. Are you active 